Well, good morning. Great to see everybody this morning, huh? Praise the Lord. I got here in the back room. Yeah. I tell you what, if you have your Bibles, let's go to Genesis chapter 18 this morning. You know, Pastor Miranda talking about lead, you know, um, January of this year. You know, one of the things we did was we, we kind of set our hearts for a vision for the church for this year that we would have 25 leaders, we would have 25 people in the house of the Lord serving in some capacity. And I believe by Friday, and uh, that, that, that Friday in August, August 28th, we're actually going to pass our 25, which is, which is great because that's what, that's what we're believing for. You know, but it, it's important that no matter what, that even, you know, a church, even, even church planning or whatever it is, even in your own life, that you set goals, you set a vision, you set, you set purpose in front of you so you can accomplish that. And I'm believing actually by the end of this year, December 31st, we're going to celebrate a uh, hundred people being in the house of God here. Amen. So wouldn't that be something that, you know, we started out with six or seven people and uh, a course over a period of about a year, year and a half that we've grown to a hundred. Because you know what? You understand something in the kingdom of God. God wants to multiply everything. Everything is about multiplication, and ultimately multiplication means that, you know, people come to the, the, to the house of the Lord to hear the word of the Lord so they can take the gospel back to someone else and say, no, come. I, I want to compel you to come to church with me today. I want to compel my family because, you know, it's important that our family members are saved. Is everybody, everybody with me on that? It's important that our family members are saved. So, uh, you know, even this Wednesday, I felt like the Lord, uh, you know, even this, this morning as I was laying things out, you know, Wednesday, I want you to bring your prayer requests to church on Wednesday. I'm going to take, we're going to do a devotion on Wednesday night, Wednesday night's lead night. But, you know, I, I want you to be leading in prayer. For your family, I want you to be leading in prayer for your community, and so we're going to pray. Is that all right? We're going to come together Wednesday evening, and we're going to take some time, and we're going to pray over the things that that you know what whatever it is or the, the needs in your home, and we're going to take some time and pray. But but we're going to be a hundred strong at the end of this year. You guys with me? How about how about you guys help me, huh? You guys help me get there too. Praise God. So you know that's what you guys are doing. I know you're inviting people, bringing family members. We'll continue to do that. We'll continue to minister to people. You know, we've got people today I know that are out that, you know, that want to be here. They've got to have stuff come up. But, you know, hey, you know, I, I'm grateful and thankful for, uh, for a growing church, and I'm thankful for what God is doing, you know, in the house of the Lord here. Praise God. So, but if you have your Bibles, I said Genesis chapter 18. You guys with me there? Okay, here we go. Verse 1, it says, Then the Lord appeared to him by the terror of trees of Mamar, and he was sitting in the tent door in the heat of the day. So he lifted his eyes and he looked. And behold, three men were standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them. And he bowed himself to the ground. And he said, My Lord, if I have found favor in your sight, do not pass on by your servant. But please let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree. And I will bring a morsel of bread that you may refresh your hearts. After that, you may pass by, inasmuch as you have come to your servant. They said, do as you have said. So here, I mean, it's, a, it's very, do as you've said. You know, he's making, a, he's making a request before the Lord. So Abraham hurried into the tent, <laughs> and I love this, to Sarah, and he said, quickly, make, make me ready three measures of fine meal. Knead it, and let's make cakes. And Abraham ran into the herd, took a tender, a good calf, Gave it to a young man, and he had hastened, hastened it to prepare it. So he had took butter and milk and the calf which he had prepared and set it before them. And he stood by them under 
the tree as they ate. Father, I pray even today, Lord, I, I pray that even, even as the Lord appeared to Abraham in this scripture, Father, I thank you that, that you're appearing, that it would be real to the people of, uh, of, of this house, that your appearing would begin to be so noticeable that, Lord, that it, it, would, it would even create in people a desire to want to, to wanna draw closer to you. And, Lord, I thank you that even as Abraham, Abraham was marked, and even God said it, that he was a friend. Lord, I pray that even today that we, we leave here today with the revelation knowledge that we are friends of God. We are friends of Jesus Christ in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, I pray, Father, that even today, let my words be clear. Let my mind be clear as the words preached and presented today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I, I love this scripture, and I've, I've preached out it maybe once, maybe twice, and it's, it's been a while. But, you know, one of the things that I, I, I want to I be able to, to even help the church understand is that God truly wants to be in friendship with you. He, his desire is, 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 is that of one of communion, that God, God wants to see you as a friend. Now, are you with me so far? So you, you, you've got to understand that right from the very beginning, and I don't want to make that complicating, complicated at all, but, but God wants to see you, you know, as, 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 he, as He sees His Son. Amen. As he sees his son, he wants to see you the same way. He wants to see you as a friend and not an enemy. I don't want to be an enemy of God. Amen. Amen. Right now, promise you, we don't want to be an enemy of God. With everything that's going on in the world, I don't want to be God's enemy. I want to be God's friend. You know, James 2.23, and it says this. You don't have to turn, but I want to read this. And it says, as the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God. So there was something that, that, that separated Abraham, uh, you know, right from the very beginning. He believed God. And so one of the things I want to I tell you today is that you're in a place where even, even right now that you can have faith imparted into you and you can believe God. I want you to believe God. Above me, I want you to believe God. I want you to believe God for the stuff that you need. Amen? Who, who in here needs some stuff? You need some things taken care of. You need God to intervene in situations. I, I do. I, I'm, the, I'm, I'm believing for a hundred. I need God to intervene in that. Amen? I need God to, to, to be able to speak to people. My prayer life, over the last two weeks, Lord, I pray that you begin to speak to people. You, Holy Spirit, move on people. Whole families move upon them. Lord, because this last hour is so important that people, be, you know, they get touched by you, Lord. So I, I understand something. I'm believing God. I'm believing God for stuff. So it's important you, you have to understand that even in this friendship with God, you know, it's important that we have belief and we have faith in God. You know, and this is what it says. And it was accounted to him for righteousness. You know why? Because he believed God. He believed God. <laughs> wow. It was accounted to him for, for righteousness because he believed God. He believed what the word of God says. And there's so much there. And he said, and he called, and, and, and he was called the friend of God. So I want to I wanna go through a few things today because I, there were five things that I, 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 made a min, I made a note of, but I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to preach a couple weeks on, on how we develop a relationship with Christ. How, we develop, how do we develop a relationship with God? Because I believe one of the things that we, we, we misunderstand or we, we don't get a clear, a clear understanding is, is how do we become a friend of God? 
You know, I, I, I remember early on when I got saved, I, you know, I remember hearing this, and I remember singing, singing this song, I am a friend of God. And I, I, it was always one of those, you know, anybody ever heard that song? I am a friend of God. Yeah. He calls me, you know, he calls me friend, not Fred. So uh, that one, because anyway, is, that's another way that it was saying at one time. Somebody was making a joke about it. But, but he calls me friend, not Fred. He calls me friend. And so, uh, you know, I, I often wondered, even when I heard that song, am I a friend of God? I, I, am I truly a friend of God? Am I, what does it mean to be a friend of God? So I, I want to get into some stuff over the next few weeks, and I, I want to I begin to lay out some framework, some things that you can do to come into relationship with Jesus Christ. You know, it's one thing to get saved, and everybody needs to be saved. You need to confess Jesus Christ as Lord of your life. But the next step is learning how to be discipled by Christ. And then the next step is learning how to become a friend of God. Amen? And i got to tell you, you know, even, 22, 22 years of serving God, I realized that the relationship that I have with Him can continue to grow every day. Every day. That, 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 you know, He puts me in the place where, you know what, He'll spank me sometimes when I need it. The Holy Spirit will come down and convict me, and I'll catch, I'll catch it from the Lord sometime. I don't know if that's anybody in here, but yeah, sometimes the Lord will deal with me over something. And sometimes I, I realize, you know, the, you know why, why the Lord is doing that? It's because He loves me. It's because He loves me. He brings correction to my life. But then there's some times where the Lord will just come down and He'll, he'll come down and invade a, a part of my life and I'll just feel an overwhelming amount of love for, for God. And it's, it's, it's so amazing. But I realize something now, that, that even the latter part of, of, of understanding this, man, God loves me. He, he loves me. He loves me. He, he's, he's a friend. He's somebody that wants good things for me. And i got to tell you, that, that once you begin to draw that and you begin to see that God wants things, He wants the, the blessings to come upon you, it can begin to separate you from a world that's going to try to pull you down. Amen. It, it's going it's to separate you from an enemy that wants to steal, kill, and destroy. So, I mean, that's the key to this, is that we have to have the revelation, the revel revelation knowledge. And I'm, I'm getting ahead of even into next week, but we have to have the revelation knowledge of who Jesus Christ is. And when we do, man, things begin to change. We can carry ourselves a lot differently. Amen. And, you know, this story is, is such a great story. You, you know, Abraham, he, he's 99 years old. At the point, now, I want you to understand that God has, 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 has shown up a couple different times in his life. And the last time that we can see that, God, that, that, that the Lord, in the, the appearance of the Lord, it's not God because God is spirit. So no man can see God's face, but it's a representation of Jesus Christ. And so, what, you know, 24 years previously, God had showed up and, and told him, I'm going to bless you. And your, 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 your descendants are going to be many. But Abraham was like, well, how's that even possible? Well, I'm an old man. But in this story... Some 24 years later, Abraham sitting out in the heat of the day. He's, he's sitting by. And I, I, and I love this picture because I, I see this picture in my mind. And, and, and here are three people walking by. Three, the, the appearance of men. You understand, God can do these things. Do you know that angels walk among us? Angels, you know, that angel, there are angels that are among us, the Bible says, in the form of men. So here it is. Here's, here's, here's two angels in the Lord. And Abraham, the first thing that, that he, he draws his attention to these three men. And he says, 
You know, I think the thing of it is we don't even realize that when we see the Lord or we see the Lord in something, we shouldn't be passive. We shouldn't be, we shouldn't be in a place of where, where, oh, it's just Jesus. Oh, it's just God. You know what Abraham did at 99? He jumped up out of his seat and he took off running. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, he was like, I'm not, you know, that's the Lord. I, I don't want to fall down, but that's the, that's the Lord. He was excited. He was excited. He, come, come on in here. Come on, you know, and, and I read commentary this week on this, and it's interesting because people think that, people believe that even in this situation, that the representation of the Lord, that he actually didn't know it was God there. I, I, I don't believe that. I believe that he knew it was the Lord. Because the next thing he says, he says, look, he said, if you found favor in me, stay with me a while. You know, I'm going to make a, a basin of water so you can wash your feet. And I even, I even you know, even seeing that, I, I wondered if Abraham washed his feet. It doesn't say that there. But if the Lord's stopping over to, 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 to see me, would I, would I take some time out of the day to wash the Lord's feet? Absolutely. I, I would be giving of myself in every way I could. But you see, you understand, this has been 24 years. Can I tell you that there can be some time passing some stuff? 24 years, his heart hasn't changed for God. Can I tell you today, understand this, you can have a heart that doesn't change for God. Sometimes your breakthrough, your miracle, sometimes what you're believing for may take some time. But I'm telling you, you that's why you've got to have a, a, a steadfast kind of a, a, you know, a, a, a faith. You've got, you've got to be in a place of where you're willing. And when the Lord shows up and when the Lord comes, you recognize your miracle. You recognize what, what, what the Lord's wanting to do. And that's what Abraham was doing in the heat of the day. You know, he's not wasting any time. Will you, will, will you stay? If you have found favor, and I, and I love that. If you found favor on your servant. You know what that showed me even as I read that? Abraham wasn't a perfect man. He, he what, you understand something. We're being perfected in the image of Christ. If you found favor in me. So there was something even in Abraham was like, I'm before the Lord. I'm, I'm before, you know, the beginning of wisdom is fear, the fear of the Lord. The, the beginning of wisdom, I'm before the Lord. If you found favor in my sight, if you, if, if you found favor in my sight. And you know what the Lord does? He stays. You know, this is what's great about the story because this is how it would, actually in real life, this is how it would go down. It would go down to the place where i got to go tell my wife, go, you know, because that's what a guy does, right? You know, because he's not going to go cook the meal. You know, he's going to go get everything ready for the meal, and he's going to come in and tell his wife, Honey, can you get the stove fired up? Can you get the, can you get the heads cut off of the chickens? We're going to have a, I'm going to go get a calf. We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. You know, so, you know, understand something. Even in this process, the Lord was going to spend some time with Abraham. Because to go get a calf and bring it back, butcher it, slaughter it, and, 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 and cook that, it, it was going to take some time. So the Lord actually stopped over, stopped over in this place. And he was said, I'm going to spend some time with Abraham. Can I tell you that God wants to spend some time with you? He wants to be in that place where he can come and commune. He can come and just pour out his heart. He can come and tell you about, you know, honestly, even about his goodness. And that's, that's, that's what I love. I, I just, yeah, my tablet just went down that's what I love about this story he was excited to see the Lord at 99 years old I want you to understand I want you to be excited at the appearance at the appearance of the Lord 
That when the Holy Spirit reveals truth to you, that man, something in you stirred up, something, something in you is like, man, I, I can do this. God's on my side. God, God is on my side. He is truly on my side. I'm going to come out of this scripture. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give you five things today, and if I can get through these. Because I, I felt that one of the, one, you know, the number one, if you're taking, taking, taking notes today, you've got to recognize the guest. You, you've got to recognize who's knocking at the door. You've got to be able to see you, you, you know, when the Lord shows up and when He comes. Now, I, I thought about this because oftentimes, I don't know if anybody's like this, when somebody knocks on your door, are you looking out the side window to see who it is? Yeah, right? Who's it going to be? You know, and I'd say we all do that, right? Is it, is it Jehovah Witness? Is it Mormon? Is it, is, you know, a, a, a salesman? Is he selling Kirby sweepers? That was the big one, right? I don't know if anybody's had Kirby sweeper guy because they want to bring and demo and they want to tell you they'll, they'll, they'll suck the paint off of the walls with their Kirby and they'll shampoo everything. And, you know, for $4.99 and three monthly payments of $400, you can have a Kirby sweeper today. We'll leave it with you, you know. So any, anyway, but, you know, one of the things that we... We do. We we haven't the, the natural man. One of the things he does is he looks. He looks to see who's at the door. So you know you have to understand something. You have to recognize to be to be in relationship with God. To be in friendship with God. You've got to be able to recognize who the Lord is. And I'm going to tell you. You know. And please hear this because I believe that God's given me this word to help people understand. Bad things come from the devil. Good things come from God. The devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy. God does not send sickness. People don't. People think, why would, why would God take them out? God doesn't take people out. God doesn't need more angels in heaven. Oh, God got another angel. God, no, God doesn't need that. So, you know, we, we can say these things, but understand something. It's because we don't understand the relationship that we possess with God. Man will never become an angel. And, you know, and I don't, I'm not making fun of that or anything like that. A lot of times it's just out of what people don't understand. They don't understand the very, the very nature, the very understanding of who God is. So we got to understand it. Hey, how's it going, man? Nice to have you. So you've got to recognize who's at the door. You've got to recognize the, your guest. You've got to be able to, to point to a time that, hey, you know, you know who's actually showing up at the door. And I, and I do the same thing. I, I got the little keyhole peep thing. You know, I, you know, now everybody's got, you know, Wi-Fi. You know, they can, they can see who's knocking on their door from California. If someone's knocking on my door, and my doorbell just rang. I don't know what that is. It's some kind of thing you have, don't you? You know, that, that thing where, you know, somebody rings your doorbell, your phone goes off. Who's at my door? You know, so, so you know, now the technology of everything, you, you know who's at your door. But I want you to understand something. You have to recognize your guest. But, you know, listen, when you have a guest coming into your house, when you have Jesus Christ, the, you know, think about this. Abraham, Abraham knew who it was. So he ran to God. So he recognized that it was the Lord, that, 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 that the Lord was, was passing by. You know, and Abraham's plea is, don't pass me by. Don't pass me by. 
So when you know, even even when you see God in something and when you, you, you see God moving in your life and you see you begin to see those things happen. You know, one of the things I want to tell you, you know, sometimes you've got to say, Lord, don't pass me by. Lord, don't stop right here. Don't pass me by. I, I, I need I, I need an answer. I need something from you, Lord. It's not that, you know, understand something. The relationship with Jesus Christ isn't always about what we need. Because I believe that some people make that mistake and think that's what being in relationship with God is. I need, I need, I just need. I, Lord, I just need. And I, I will say that early on in my Christian walk, I, I, I probably, that was, my, that was my prayer life. I need, I need help, I need help. Lord, help me, help me, Jesus. I need money, I need this, I'm broke. I'm, you know, I've got debt, I've got, you know. That, that's probably what a little bit of my, my, my life looked like. I pleaded with God all the time. But I realized something real quick is that God wants to be in relationship with me. He doesn't want me just pleading with, me, with, with Him. He wants to be in right relationship with me. He wants to pour out his love on me. You know, one of the things that's great about the Lord, you know why he wants to pour out his love on you? It's so you, you can pour love out on others. See, the, the gospel is not about us. And, and, and I, I tell you, that's one of the things about being in relationship with God that God has shown me. It's not about me. The, the, the blessings of God are amazing. But the blessings of God are for me so that I can go be a blessing to someone else. That's God's nature. And, man, it, you know, it's great. And I tell you, that's the revelation that I got of God. That God wanted to be a friend. That he, he truly cares about me. He truly cares about me. So you've got to recognize your guest. And I, I want to say this because one of the things, if somebody's coming over to your house, they're coming to visit, what's the first thing you do? Clean the house. That's right. I mean, you're like, i got a guest coming, and I know who they are. It's not... You, you clean the house. And I want you to understand, God could show up at any time at your house. Hmm. Hear, hear this. God, you know, because He's God. It's important that you have your house clean. In, 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 in a spiritual cleaning, not, not just a physical cleaning. But, you know, you have to understand, man, God can show up at any time. God sees all. I mean, there's nothing hidden from God. But, you know, the first thing we do, what we do is we clean our house. we got somebody coming over. i got a Bible study in my house. I want everybody to think my, my house is clean and I'm keeping my house up and, you know, I'm sweeping the floors. I don't have ants. I mean, I, right now i got ants. I don't even know where they come from. I spray for them and then they just, you know, where do they, where do they come from? I don't know. I spray for them, then they come back. i got a mouse I'm chasing around the house. You know, you don't want anybody to know, know any of that. Right? You, you, you want all that to be a secret. But the first thing you do is you clean your house. And I want to tell you, even, even understand this. To be in friendship, to be in relationship with God, we got to have our houses clean. we got to have our houses clean. And you know, understand that God, God wants to be able to help us in this. He, he, he wants to show us how to have a clean life. He wants to show us how to walk free of struggles. Amen? See, that's, that's who God, that, that, that is the nature of God. And, you know, and even today, I want you to understand, I don't want you to lose sight of what I'm talking about today because everybody in here can be in friendship with God. They can be in a real relationship with God where, where, where they see Him as a friend, not an enemy. Understand, please understand, God, God is, God, God's not causing all the chaos in the world right now. And, and a lot of people, where's God at in this? 
God moves through people. He uses people. Where, where's God at in this? God is here, I promise you. There, there are people that aren't going to bow to, to the things of this world. So God is here, amen. Un understand that. That, you know, even, even Elijah, you know, and I, I talk, you know, I don't want to get off track here, but even Elijah, you know, thought that he was moving into a place where he was the only one left. And I got to tell you, I, by, by no means do I feel that way right now. I'm more encouraged that the body of Christ is going to stand up in this hour and declare the gospel of Jesus Christ at, at, at greater levels than we've ever seen before. That more people will be saved in the latter days than, than, than imaginable. You know, is it going to be in church? Yeah, it will be in church. Is it going to be out, outside of church? Praise God, yes it is. See, I understand that. You know, in friendship with God, you know what God showed me? <laughs> you got to go out and you got to meet people. You got to go out and compel people. You got to go out and minister to people. You can't just be religious in a, in, in a church. You, 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 gotta, you, know, you go down the fish street. You know, we talked about even just going down the fish street and hanging out. That's what it was about. And, you know, we had great connections down there, praise God. And, I, I mean, it, that's what God does. And that's like the realness of the Lord. Because you know what God did? God put us in friendship with people. I mean, you, you know, He put us in friendship with you guys. And that's awesome. That's, that's what God does. He breaks all those divides. Because, see, that's God's nature. That's God's nature. So you've got to clean your house. Man, i got, I got a lot of stuff here. Number two, let's just go there real quick. You, 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 gotta, you, you, you have to have revelation. Number two, that you have to truly have the revelation that God wants to, de to, wants to develop a friendship with you. See, you know, that's the thing, is that a lot of people miss the understanding that, that God wants to be in relationship with them. It's one thing to come in and give your heart to God and get saved and confess Him as Lord. It's the next step, the next part of moving into this is learning how to develop a time where you can talk to God. You know, everybody's talk time, I believe, with God is different. You know, my, my wife and I are very different. My, my wife, when she prepares a message, she, she, can, she can shut herself in for six, seven, eight, ten hours, maybe even 20 hours to prepare the message. I can study for two hours, and then i got to get in my car and go for a drive. I can't, I, I, you know, maybe it's my ADD. I don't know. You know, I'm not saying I have ADD, but that's what the world calls it. But anyway, I, I, you know, I just got to go, and i got to talk to God. And so my relationship with God, and, you know, and I'll come back, and I'll study. I mean, as I was preparing this message, I, I have had to walk away from it three or four times. You know why? Because I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear what the Lord was saying. I wanted, I wanted to meditate on, on, on the scripture, what, what the Lord was, was dealing, dealing with me in, you know, on and in about being a friend with God or being a friend of God. You know, so it, it took me to the place, even back to my, 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 my testimony, you know, and I'm going to, you know, even real quick, briefly, you know, I, I realized that there was a point in my life I needed God. I had people ministering to me. I had a friend that radically got saved, and he was running around telling everybody about Jesus. Radical. You need to get saved. You need to get saved. I mean, he was just, he, anywhere he went, he was, it wouldn't matter, a grocery store, 
you know, hunting, cabin, whatever, there'd be 10 or 12 of us, and he'd just stand up in the middle of all of us and say, you know what, Jesus is going to come, so you all need to get saved. This is 20 years ago. You need to get saved. You know, and so he was just running around leading people to the Lord. I mean, all of us were sinners at that point in time because we all, we all hung out and did things we should have not done. But he, got, he, he radically got saved. His life was changed. And I remember that point that I left his house that night, and I, I walked away, and I said, you know, Lord, if you want this for me, I'm pleading with God. You know, it's interesting. You know, God is so graceful, and he's so merciful. Because, you know, I was saying, Lord, if you want me to serve you, like that makes good sense, right? Show me, Lord. Show, show me who you are, Lord. Just show me. It's wanted to strike me dead. You know, I mean, honestly, he, he, I'm just going to wipe him out. <laughs> just get rid of him. He, he don't have it, you know. And here, here it is some 20 years later. The God, God's using me to minister to people. Yeah, I've been in business. I've seen great things. Anyway, you know, it, it, but it's a wonder he didn't wipe me out. And I remember sitting on the hillside at, at Miranda's mom. She's here. And I sit on the hillside for about 30 minutes. Show me a sign, Lord. I sat there and I waited. I waited. I, ah, he don't, you know, you, you start the devil, right? There's, understand, there's a real enemy. Oh, this is, you know, he's my friend. He's just, you know, he'll be back to drinking. You know, all these things, he'll be back to drinking in a month or two. You know, he's just, he's on this Jesus thing right now. You know, and, you know, all these things start playing out in my head. And, you know, literally, I thought, you know, if God's real, he'll show me. Pleading with God. I, I walked up, nothing happened. I didn't see no shooting star across the sky, no nothing, no, no nothing. I didn't see it. I walked in the house, and, um, it, you know, I walked in her house, and I remember that at this point, I laid my head down on the counter. And I said, okay, Lord. And that's all I said, okay, Lord. And when I raised up, I looked, and, you know, as, as what was standing before me were, were three angels. Uh, you know, this is my testimony, so it's like you guys are like, yeah, he's great. You know, I, what was standing before me was like three angels. And I got scared. I knew what the fear of the Lord was at that point. Because my heart wasn't right with God. I, there was nothing in my life that was right. I wasn't a bad person. Understand, I, I, I was kind. I, the kind of work that I did at the time, I was very caring. I, I did a lot for families. But I wasn't saved. I didn't, I didn't know who Jesus was. I didn't know the love of God. And I didn't know him as friend. I didn't know him like Abraham knew him. And so, you know, wow. I, like, I just, uh, you know, and, and I, as I wipe my eyes, these, these what, were, what I thought were angels... We're now curtains. Because Shirley had these really fluffy white curtains. And they were beautiful. And they were thick. And, then, and I'm like, those are curtains. Those aren't angels. And I got even more scared because I felt like I had seen angels. These are curtains. Am I going crazy? You know, that, 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 you know it's like, I must be going crazy. And I remember at that point, I went to Miranda. I said, you know, listen, I, I explained to her what happened. I wanted to see a sign. You know, I'm looking outside for a star, you know, a comet, something, Jesus in the sky, you know, whatever. I, just, I wanted to see his name written in the sky that, to, to, for him to prove me that he was real. But now I see three angels. Now I see what appears to me to, to be three angels that, are, that in reality they're curtains. But to me they were angels. You know, maybe they were, maybe in, in a spiritual sense you understand God can do things spiritually. He can show you things spiritually that in the natural, you, you may see something different. I mean, God, he's God. 
He's God. And I looked at, I looked at Miranda and said, you know, I, I'm a little scared right now. I said, I need to go to church and give my heart to the Lord. Full on give my heart to the Lord. Not be half in, not be half out. And she was like, you don't have to wait till Sunday. What do you mean I don't have to wait till Sunday? Everybody, that's what you got to go to church. Because that's where you develop your relationship with God. you you got to be in church. Can I tell you, though, honestly, hear this, because you need to be in the house of the Lord. It's where you develop relationship with God. But it's, you know, outside of church. If the only time that you're working on your relationship with God is on Sundays or Wednesdays or once a week, man, that's not the kind of relationship God wants to, you know, He, he, he truly wants us to walk in. He, I mean, understand something. He wants to be continual in our life. When I wake up in the morning, I think about the Lord. When I go to bed at night, I think about the Lord. I think about Him. I pray. I, I begin to cultivate a time where I'm talking with God, where God's talking with me. I mean, this stuff is, I mean, it's not, it, it really isn't complicated. It really isn't complicated. So I got saved that, that, that evening. You know, and, and Miranda prayed with me. And I give my heart to Jesus. But, you know, the, 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 next, the next week Sunday I was in church. I'm saved. I'm, you know, from what I know, I'm going to heaven. I'm in a full gospel Pentecostal church. People are talking in tongues. I don't know what that is. I don't, what is that? I'm just like, well, okay. You know, I, I listen, you know. People raise, you know, people raise their hands in church. That was the one because, you know, I went to a Methodist church. You know, three songs, sit down, lady plays keyboard, everybody sits down, and, and, that, and, and I remember at that point, like, they started singing and, and worshiping, and somebody raised their hands. I'm like, what's that? Well, that, is that in the Bible? Right? I mean, you see what happens is because, you know, that was something I was desiring to know. I was desiring to learn how to develop a relationship with God. And so that's the thing. It's, it's, it's a two-way thing. God wants to be your friend. But he wants, to, he wants to truly develop that time and cultivate that time with you where you're learning about Him. You know what I did? I went and I read in the Word where it, it talked about singing and praising God. With the harp, with the cymbal, with the guitar, with the drums. People raising holy hands. It's in the Bible. Okay, check that what they're doing is, you know, because you know, when, you're, when you come into a church, a lot of times you're, you're, you're kind of the inspector. They've got to show me if they're real, right? If, if, they're really, if they're really good Christian people, they've they got to prove to me. Guys, I'm, I've, I've walked this road. I've been down this road. I, I've done it. But see, oftentimes that's what, that's what we're doing. Are these people really godly? Do they really love God? Because, you know, what, what happens is a lot of times we judge people by what? By their fruit. We judge people by their fruit. We're always looking at, is there real fruit in their life? Do they really believe what, the, what he's preaching? Does he really believe that? They want to see the fruit in your life. And I tell you, this is the beginning stages of cultivating a time, cultivating a relationship with Jesus. You know what? It's so that he can call you friend. It's so that he can, he can, he can look at you and say, and my, uh, my, my, my son, my daughter, they're, they're, they're the righteousness of Christ. They love me. They love me. Wouldn't it be cool to be known as that? They love me. My son or my daughter loves me. They're in relationship with me. You know, the thing about it is, God's not saying oh, they're perfect. They, they're, they're perfect. They're just, you know, 
And that was one of the things that I realized with God about being in relationship with him. Man, he's perfecting me. He's helping me. He's, he's, he's sharpening the things off of my life, my anger issues. My pride, oh, my pride, ooh, my prideful issues that caused me to walk into church to inspect everything. Now they're speaking in tongues. Okay, let's see what it says in the Bible about that. Are they in line or are they out of line? You know, right? Never mind about fruit. You don't care about people's fruit because you want to inspect everything. And what I realized, the more I went after, the more I went into the Word of God to, to read the Word of God for myself, guess who God was dealing with? Me. He wasn't dealing with everybody else in the congregation. So what happened? When, I, when somebody raised their hands, I was like, yeah, it's all right. That's them. That's great. You know? So they went to the altar again. They've been to the altar four times this month. Why? Why do they keep going to the altar and repenting? I don't get that until, until it's you. I'm, I'm, you know, see, understand something. I'm talking about being in friendship with God. Because when God started saying, I'll be your friend, I'll be everything to you, that's when you realize that you need God. So guess who started going to the altar every other week or every week? On a Sunday night, a Wednesday, and a, you know, they didn't even have to say anything. Some of the times I just go up front because I, you know. <laughs> Just here again. Lord, I'm a mess, you know. Help me. Sorry, I am fighting with my wife, you know, whatever it could be. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm I'm working at it. You know what he did? You know, he was merciful. His his grace. He his he was merciful. But can I tell you that's what it takes? I had, to, I had to lay all pride down. I had to learn how to lay all anger down. I had to learn how to truly become God's friend. Because understand something, He was already my friend, but I had to choose to be in the relationship. He wanted to be in relationship with me. He always did. But I had to choose to want to be in relationship with Christ. And see, and I feel like sometimes it's the one thing that we, it's very practical, very easy to understand. But we, we like to talk a lot of Christianese. We like to talk over people's head like we're religious. That, I'm not, I'm telling you, this is not a religious message. This is a message that God truly loves you and he wants to be in relationship with you. And I believe that, you know, Abraham didn't have the Holy Spirit dwelling inside of him. He waited 24 years before the Lord had appeared to him again. 24 years, he's wait, he, when he sees God, he runs after God. Because he knew God. He was in, you know, 20, we can't wait two weeks for some stuff to happen. I'm just going to leave the church. Didn't, I'm not seeing my miracle. He waited 24 years for the appearing of God. I, 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 I'm just leaving. I'm not going to pay my tithe anymore. I'm just, you know, I'm just done. You know, because see, that's the thing. That's what, that, see, this is the flesh. This is real stuff. This is what the enemy does. He loves, to, he loves to do this stuff with people. Wow, I just, I've been to that church for six months now. I don't feel moved. Be moved by God. I'm not the one that should be moving you. My responsibility is to come here and make sure you make heaven. Pray, pray, you understand? I mean, when the, when the Holy Ghost falls in a meeting, it's, it's my job to be able to, to move where the Holy Spirit tells me to move. But God's got to move you. He's the one that moves you to an altar. Wednesday night, powerful night. It's what, it's what God was doing. God was touching people. 
People were responding to God, not to the pastor. Because, see, God is the one that, <laughs> you got to get this. God is the one that, he's the one. You're, we're just vessels. You know, more of him, less of me. I, I, I mean, you understand. That, that's where this is at. And listen, when we begin to do this, this is what, this is what shifts. When we begin to see God this way, every, our whole perspective will change. That you can leave and get in your car and you can have a conversation with God. Wow. That's, 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 it's, just, it's just how real God is. It's how real God is. I've got five things. Hmm. You know, I, I wrote this down because, you know, one of the things I, I realized early on. I can choose to run with the stallions. I can choose to run for the things of God. Or I can choose to run with the donkeys. You might think that sounds really weird, but I, but I, I realized that, you know, I can either choose to be in my life to go after things. Hardcore and, and, and love God in it. And, get, and when, he, when he has something he has to fix in my life, be willing to let him fix it. And keep running and keep running. Run, run like a stallion. Or I can, I can run like a donkey. I don't know if anybody's ever seen a donkey run. They don't run like stallions. They're a stubborn animal. You can't ride them very well. And Jesus, he comes, in, he comes into Jerusalem riding a donkey. Give me a, the most stubbornest animal in the world to get on and try to ride a donkey. Because they buck, they're mean, they, they don't... They just don't like people on them. If I was a donkey, I probably wouldn't either. But, but you know, you, you have to make a decision. Who are you going to run with? Are you going to run with people that are advancing? Or are you going to run with people that, are, that, 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 are, that aren't advancing? And that's one of the things about God. God, you see, can I tell you, that that's, understand this. God is advancing. People have one of two... People have one of two paths that they choose on earth. They can run after God or they can run after the devil. Well, you, you know, I'm serious. You can run after the things of God. And, 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 you know, work on being consistent. And that was my third point. We have to develop a consistency with God. You have to develop a time where, and I'm going to close out with this point tonight, today. You have to develop a time where you're consistent with God. And I, and I realize that even, even the latter part of being a pastor now and being a minister, I realize my consistency with God is one of the most important things that I can, that I can have. I have a consistent, time with, a consistent time with God. We have early morning prayer in here. It's a time that I set aside to have a consistent time with God. You know, sometimes I'll go, I'll just, I'll go for a drive. I'll go to Morgantown. It's 30 minutes there, it's 30 minutes back. I have a consistent time with God where I'm listening to a sermon. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, in these patterns, and I want to say it's, it's important that you develop specific times with God. You know, listen, if you, you know, because, I mean, it, it is like a McDonald-type world. You know, it, it's, it, you know, you got a microwave, you got a crock pot. I mean, a microwave, we, we like everything zapped. We move very quickly. Our society, our culture, the world in which we know right now moves very quickly. It's fast food this. It's, it's got to get the kids to soccer. I got to go over here. I got to go there. Oh, church, well, not tonight, you know. And so, you know, you, you, that's what happens. We develop these patterns where it's just go, go, go. But even in the go, 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 we've got to learn to develop a consistency with God. 
You know, not short God. Can I, can I say that? Not short God. His time. It's, it's, why, it's why I know that being in the house of God on a Sunday morning is important. But I, I, I realized early on in my Christian walk, a consistency with God, for me, was, it had to be more than a Sunday. I was a train wreck. I needed God. <laughs> I needed God every day to help me deal with stuff. To help me deal with my anger, to help me deal with my pride, to help me deal with this stuff. I, you know, I needed to be in church on Wednesday. You know, if you're in church long enough, after about a month, uh, I say about a month, you know, people find something for you to do. Maybe you should run this program. <laughs> <No>. <clears throat> I've only been in church a month. That's okay. You'll figure it out. That's, you know, we're not like that. We give you six months, so. Um, you guys think I'm joking, so. So, uh, so you know, that, that's the thing. You... You have to develop a consistency with God. Everybody turn the Bibles to Acts 17 real quick, 28. I want you to underline the scripture. You don't have the scripture or mark it on your phone or whatever. Uh, Acts 17, verse 28. You guys, got, you guys there? It says, For in Him we live and move and have our being. For in Him we live, we move, and have our being. In Him, I mean, get this. In Him we live. In Him we move. In Him we have our being. In Christ. In Christ Jesus. So where does God want us to be? In Him. In, in, in the, the very nature of God, that's where God wants us to be. And I'm telling you, listen, I'm saying, why don't you go ahead and come to the keyboard today? You have to understand that th this, is, this is where God wants us to be, in Him. In Him we live. I mean, you put this to remembrance, put this scripture, in Him we live. I mean, it's, 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 it's really the, the nature of God. When we understand what God desires, what He wants, in Him we live and we move and we have our being. And you know, the, the thing about consistency with God, when we do this, when we develop a time where we're consistent with God, I mean, that, that's where He begins to move in our lives. That's where He begins to show us things. In all reality, I mean, we've all been, we, we probably all at times have had that. I just don't feel like doing this today. I just, I don't, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't feel like my answer's in, in God. And a lot of times it's because of our flesh. It's because we, we don't understand how, how to fight against the flesh. We don't know how to change our thinking. I mean, thinking, you know, think about it. The things we think about, I mean, literally, can pull us away from God. You guys, you agree with that? The things we think about, because you can wake up, you know, I could have woke up to... <laughs> you know, I could have woke up today and I said, you know, I could have said, 
man, I got, Miranda's got to handle this message today. I just don't feel like preaching. God, I'm not, I'm not, she'll do, she'll do a good job. I could, I could call Zane, Zane will preach. I just don't feel like doing it. But see, I understand something about God now. I understand something about this. You know, he, you know, he calls me a friend. He loves me. And just like Abraham at this point, he, he, was, he was choosing to recognize God. And you have to understand something because, see, you know, Abraham said, if you find favor in me, don't, don't pass me by. If you, if you find favor in me, don't pass me by. Don't leave me. See, and what's, what's the New Testament say? God will not leave you, nor will He forsake you. God is with you. And you know, we have to, we have to develop that, that relationship with Him where we know He's there. He's not, I, mean, I understand something, He's not going to leave. No matter how tough it can get. You don't understand what I've been through. I'm gonna, you know, people say that to me, I just, try me. Try me. Try me. Because you don't know what I've been through. Try me. See, you know, that's the thing. God, God will, and, and, I know, and I know this about God. God will send. He will send. He will send people to you. You know, maybe it's not the Lord knocking at the door. Maybe it's somebody that's coming. To love you, to care about you. <laughs> Just to, to be a friend. To cultivate a relationship with you that 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 you know you, you know how people see God? They see it through you, through your life. That's how they that's how they begin to develop a relationship with God. God's real. But it's the God in you that people are looking for. The God in you. Our senior pastor, Dr. Morocco, I see God in him. First time I met him, I'm just like, man, they're, they're, you, know, you, you, ever, you know, you can see faith in people. You can, you can see it. A per, you know, a Christian person, man or woman, can walk into a room and you can, there's something different about them. They hold their, they're, they're just something different. They have a confidence in God. And, you know, that, that's the stuff I, I want to chase after that. I want to be like that. More and more in my life right now, I want to be like that. I want to have somebody that I can model after. You know, that's what we talked about that Wednesday night. I got to have somebody that, 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 that I can, I follow God. But I'm looking for people out here that, that model God. So I can chase after that. So that I can be in friendship with Him. I want to talk later on about the, the, the consistency because you understand something, please. Even the things that I'm saying today. When you begin to develop and leave knowing this, when you begin to develop a consistency, a time with God. Sundays are great. You should be here on Sundays. I, I, I mean, I'm a pastor. I, sh I should tell everybody that, right? You guys, don't get mad at me, right? Pastor should tell everybody, you know, churches, it's his covenant. It's not my covenant that I have with people. It's God's covenant that he has with his people. Well, you know, I go to church in my basement. Be in fellowship with your brothers and sisters in Christ. The Bible says in the last days, the church should not forsake the gathering of, uh, the, for, forsake the gathering of coming together. You're, you're, you in, ba in your basement with yourself is not the same as being in fellowship 
with the church. Amen. Please, it's, it's, God, it's what the Word of God says. And I'm glad I understand that because, listen, this is the key. That's what changed my life. That's what changed my relationship with God. I become a friend of God because I was willing to go where God was. I was willing to go where God was. And I began to see it in people. I seen it in a man named Pastor Don. Pastor Don Blankenship had a little black box. He had set it up here on the, you know, a few of you would only know it. Set it up here and he would grab the microphone and he would just wail out and he would sing. And whether he was a good singer or a bad singer, it didn't matter. He would just sing and he would just, he loved the Lord. Big man, hit a golf ball 350 yards. I mean, it was, it was great. I always wanted him on my team. But I seen the love of God in him. I seen the love of God in him. See, God loves you. And he wants to be in friendship with you. You guys go ahead and stand to your feet. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. You know, the one thing about Jesus Christ, the very ability that Jesus walks in becomes your ability. You know, one of the things about Jesus, you know what I love about him? Everybody understand that Jesus had the power to forgive sins, right? Can I tell you that, that here today, that you have the ability to be able to forgive too? Ooh. See, that's, that's, what, that's what shifted my thinking with, with, with God. That's how I become a friend of God. Because I realized that He had forgiven me for all the stuff I did. And then the Lord began to show me that I had to begin to forgive others. And that's where things shift. That's where things shift.